what did the case may be? Do you want to eavesdrop on their conversation? Just a little bit. Hey! No. Why is this mic covered in hair? Have you been with a home with a dog before? Jesus. And a cat? And it's a Sam? It's probably the cat. The cat. The cat does sleep on the bag. Sometimes, uh, sometimes Sam does also. No, I don't. Sleepy Sam. Hey, Mike actually said something, like, into a microphone. Mm-hmm. Why, hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Taste Like Homebrew Podcast. I am your mu- muse today. Muse. Muse. Uh, this is podcast number 12. And we're going to be talking about the Tanzanian debt crisis today. Doran, what do you think? You're such a liar. All right, we're, I guess being a jerk. we're going to be talking about beer, if that's okay with you. But before we get started, I'd like to introduce everybody who's with us today. Oh. We have Samantha. Hi. Last name redacted. Yep. Uh, we have Dorn. Yo. Only name. Yeah. And with us, we have Taste Like Homebrew Specialist, Michael. Why, hello. Hello, Michael. Is this uh, possibly the first time we've actually had a homebrewer on the Taste Like Homebrew podcast? Mikey's kind of been on it before. I know he were at the one at Ravenna, but have we changed the name yet? Uh, that w- Yes, it was changed by then. So Mikey's okay. technically been on this as we have named it after him. But anyway, so we are on podcast number 12 today, where we're going to do a 2018 beer in review. <laughs> I'll play on the words year in review. Credit Samantha on that one. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about winter beers. We're going to talk about just uh, everything that's gone on this year and everything delicious. And I am trying to pull up my, uh, my notes, but the Wi-Fi here at Brewmaster's Tap Room in beautiful Renton, Washington. It's absolutely amazing. Sucks D. Do I need to create a hotspot for you? No, you'll be fine. Okay. Uh, phone sucks, too. Everything sucks. There's that already pretty a hotspot here. It's his beard. I'd like to know that uh, my beard is being stroked right now. It is romantic and sensual, and my left nipple is hard. Looks kind of dry. Just the Your left. Your face is dry, you mother. Anyways, before we get going, I always like to play a game called "What You Drinking." So Samantha, you uh, have you have oh need okay. What are you drinking? Um, it's a collaboration between Great Notion and uh, Rubens, but I don't know what it's called. Passava. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Mikey. Passava. Yes. It's like Passava. A, it's like a Passat. But beer. You have to say it with a Boston accent, though. So Sava, Sava. <laughs> Geography. No. Oh wait, no, that's, that's Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. All right. Jeffrey or Dorn. Sorry, Dorn. What are you Ooh. drinking right now? Uh, I'm drinking the Path of Perspective from Modern Times. Oh, Modern Times. We're gonna be hearing from them later, potentially. Everybody. Ooh. Um, Michael, what are you drinking right now? I forgot currently, but I was drinking Prairie. Prairie from this is like uh, artisan prairie, prairie yeah, artisan. Brain. I don't remember what the beer is called. And I actually don't remember what mine is called right now. I'm trying to bring it up as we go. But I'm again, the wife. I kind of think Mike's drink either drinking what I'm drinking or what you're drinking. Matt and I are drinking the same. Okay. Very good chance, yes. From Wandering Hop, I mean Yakima. Is that the one you're drinking? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So Wandering Hop. Um, we might hear from them later too. From me, who knows? I'm just throwing my nips out everywhere. Slow so motion popular. potion, by the way. Slow motion potion from Valley Brewing. Mm. Not Is Wandering Hop, sorry. Not Wandering Hop. Although we might be hearing from Wandering Hop also. Anyways. Is it good? It is really, really good. Can I try it? Thank you. Thanks, Mikey. Yeah, shut Mikey's up. Mikey's being generous and kind and sure. Anyways. Teamwork. Before we get into the beer, uh, beer in review, I want to go over a little bit of news that's happened in the beer world. Ooh, because like there's that. actually a really, really sad moment right now. That um, It's only half sad. It's only half sad. But Naked City... 
Oh, yeah. I have that in my beer highlights for the yeah, year. Yeah, they're closing their doors right now yeah. as Tec- we speak. Technically, shouldn't that be a low light, though? It is a low light, but they were they had such amazing steak bites there. Oh, the food. Did you ever have the steak bites there? Oh, yeah. You oh, also my had God. High they were so good. You also had like this grand idea of how to make that place even more amazing, um, where you just turn that back room into like a little movie theater, and they just play old movies. Like old-timey porn. Mm-hmm. Like just super bushy porn. Well, because every time, I mean, a couple of times that we were there, they were always playing like AMC movies. Um, like on mute, and I would just sit there and watch the movie the whole time. And I always really enjoy when breweries show movies. Yeah, it was I pretty mean, cool back then. Yeah. You just wouldn't spend an entire like hour at lowercase watching. Uh, um, oh, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Yeah, hell yeah. But we came in right after the boob scene. Oh, Boo, that's yeah. the best part of the movie. Right before uh, Dizzy dies. Well, don't spoil it for some people. <sighs> Sorry. Do you guys know that's based on a true story? Did you know they have three movies total? I knew they had a second. I didn't know they had a third. Is the third like straight to DVD, straight to Netflix? Ooh, Ooh. straight to Netflix. Ooh, okay. So Anyways, it's back modern. back to Naked City though. Um, they weren't always my favorite brewery because they did um a lot. They weren't big into like the hazy, and they didn't kind of get huge into the IPAs. They did a lot of lower alcohol beers, and then kind of a lot of one shoot of kind of a lot of table beers. They've they did some Belgians, a lot of Belgians, and that definitely wasn't always my style, but I enjoyed it. I liked the I liked the location in the Greenwood um, tap room and I, again the food there, the steak bites. Can't say enough about those steak bites. I'm gonna miss those steak bites. I just remember when they did their soft opening and Matt and I were there. Yeah, that was like they were there for like ten years, weren't they? Twelve. Uh, I don't know. I was living in Seattle at the time, so it's been a while. Do those people next to us? They only had two beers on tap. But all their taps were filled with other amazing good breweries. So mm-hmm. I really loved going there just because of the feel and all of the local beers they had on tap. Yeah. And yeah. they always had fun events. I know uh, Dorn and I once went to a uh, boxcar derby there and oh, we represented yeah. Wingman Brewers. Yep. Oh, yeah. That like on the hottest day of the year. And the only thing I had for Dorn to wear was a sweatshirt from Wingman. It was a warm day. <laughs> it was. I just remember getting a text from Kenny. He's like, hey, come uh, go represent Wingman for a, a derby. And we uh, did not come in last place. No. I think mm-hmm. it's a live video of that on my phone. Probably. We uh, won. We actually won one heat. We did. Because every car stopped on the track. Because it was ours, like, slow, like It just like, got stuck because we were in like the the, the, the slow people's uh, yeah. <laughs> division. And it, like all of them kind of stopped or crashed. And ours just kind of slowly made its way down across the finish line. Woo, made it to the fast. Wasn't heat. our and car like, weirdly like it was t- regulation when yeah, we got there? Yeah, because we got there and it wasn't, made, it wasn't made out of a can yeah. or something. Like So they just like took an empty wingman can, just crushed it and taped it to the top. Yep. And it's still in our house. It is still in our house. house. And it probably will be forever. At this point, I don't think they want it back. It is ours now. Okay. But as Naked City closes... There's new breweries opening up, and finally, Future Primitive, which is in the remnants of Big Al's location in um, Rat City, slash whatever that area is. White Center. White Center, Rat yeah. City. White that's that's opening up on the 21st. So Let's not talk about White Center. Three. What's wrong with White Center? Bang, bang, shoot them up. Yeah, but have you ever been to Beer Star? Oh, you'd love Beer Star. I actually I really not. enjoy White Center, Mikey. Um, Stop being so judgy. Beer Star is awesome. I mean, I know and this Sam does Jones nothing, there too. nothing for you, Mike, but they have this amazing uh, like seafood place. Yuck. Uh, beer Star also has 40 beers on tap. Yeah. 
Ooh, call me. And Beer Star's right next to a pizza place. Yeah, they share a building with a pizza place. But it, See, that, now, now who's hating yeah. on White Center? Rat City. But the Crawfish House is, is, is very good. It is starting to gentrify a little bit, yeah. There's still pockets of Seattle that are holding out that are still old Seattle. But everything's eventually going to. But that West Seattle gentrification is movie working its way down, kind of like when the Rainier Valley where I am. Yeah. Columbia City is slowly working its way down. Mm-hmm. And soon Renton will be trending. Everybody wearing fancy hats and having galoshes on. What's a galosh? It's like Good a rain question. boot. I don't like it. Goulash. That's a Hungarian stew. I love. Sounds wonderful. It is. They um. I don't. I think it's Hungarian. It is Hungarian because I've been to Hungary and I had the goulash there. Okay. They would hang the meat up in the rafters and people would smoke their cigarettes and the smoke would go up and like make the meat more delicious. And then Hungary joined the EU and then all those Euro snobs ruined it for everybody. Steak bites. But anyway, back to the steak (laughs) bites. But anyway, Future Primitives opening up the twenty first. Um, they, you can find their beers around. Um, they've been brewing. They just finally opened. You are looking at your microphone weird. What the fuck is happening? No, because I've there's got, hair like, all over I've it. got a kitty hair that keeps poking me nah, in the Nah, that's a straight pube. No, that's a kitty hair. You don't know where I put my wiener. Definitely on Mikey's microphone. Who says it's yours? Gross. Anyway, last bit of news, and this is also sad. That Seattle is no longer... Is no longer the number one city for most breweries. Who beat us? There, we are now number three. Whoa! Who's Say beating what? us? So, uh, and it's and uh, I don't know how to describe it. Supposedly, they redefined like the city limits of Seattle. So they count the metropolitan area. Okay. And now Chicago is number one with 173 breweries. Denver number two with 158, and Seattle now is 153. I bet you they just shrink the limits. Maybe like you know, not included Olympia anymore. Like any well, big names yeah, that you know I'm guessing they if they're like, I don't, I don't know. Oh, they okay. they didn't really say how they defined it. They have a really cool graphic up on the like, the people who define this, and I think it's the Brewer Association or whatever it is. So it, does it not count like Bellevue? And it should count that because there's not 153 in Seattle proper. That would be insane. Yeah, that'd be a lot. Yeah. But there's got to be 153 within the Greater Seattle area. Maybe from Tacoma up to Everett or Arlington. I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah, that's still a pretty good area. Yeah, it's still huge. That. It's just it's all north and south. There's no east and south. I don't know if they consider Bainbridge and right. those guys within the area of influence. Also, I don't know how the the U.S. statistical blah 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 does all that shit, but. We're number three now. Womp womp. But for the like, Chicago is significantly bigger than Seattle. Like, True. think of how many more millions of people live in that area than we do. Yeah, but they suck. Like, ooh, yeah, suck on that, White Sox. We took your catcher. I have no comment on this. Dorn, you have anything <laughs> to chime in with that? No, we're okay. We did take their catcher. We did take their catcher. What did we get for them? Chlamydia? That's what we gave them? I don't uh, even care. Column A. Oh, yeah. Who? A pitcher. Setup man. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that Back is it. Um, I don't. I actually wrote the top three. There's a whole bunch. I think New York's up there with a bunch. LA's up there with a bunch. But those are all significantly larger cities. Portland, I believe, is in the top five, which makes sense because Portland's significantly smaller. But right. when you go down there, those breweries are kicking it right now. Those are there's some good stuff going on down there. It's still not as good as Seattle, but cl- agree. A close but second. But they do have great notion. Yeah. Yeah. And Ruse is pretty damn good. When yeah. I was going through, uh, well, no, I'll, t- I'll talk about that. Do you want to talk about that in a second? Yeah. Oh, Doran's wearing his Ruse shirt right now. Okay, it's been a second. It's been a second. All right, so you guys want to do this? You want to do 2018 in review? 
Yes. All right, let's, let's talk it. about it. We're going to have a fancy little song in right there. No, we're not. I'm just going straight into it. So I don't know how we want to do this, but... Because we all kind of prepared something a little bit different. We all prepared a little bit different. Uh, let's start by going through Dorn's list of 10, ten uh, breweries. And Why then we'll no? discuss I, I, them. I don't know if it ended up We 10, should do something fun where we just pick one at a time. Big one at a time. How about... Can I describe a couple trends that happened in 2018, yes, though? Yes, I would, I would like that. Okay. First trend I want to talk about is the rise and the fall of the Brute IPA. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. Everybody's like, yeah. this is the next big thing. And then no, a week later, and they're like, wow, nope. this is not that good. Who knew that dry IPAs would not be that good? I think Wander Me? was the only person that could actually pull that Brute off. Yeah, I was never a fan, but that I mean, Brute IPAs were to me what sours are to you. I just had no Bubble. no taste for them. Speaking of sours, Sam, what'd you like to? Oh, what are you yeah, drinking yeah. there, Dorn? That's not the one you uh, said earlier, was it? No, it's the new one. Uh, what's it? F is for fruit salad. From Evil Twin, Ooh, which is a fun good. brewery because they don't like they brew in different uh, locations. Okay. That's pretty neat. I'm trying to get it untapped right now. This is what they call that a book. nomadic brewery. They do call that a nomadic brewery. Mikey's so smart. So smart. I don't care what anybody says when he's not around. He's an intelligent guy. Just a drunk fuck. It's okay. Whoa. Are we swearing on this podcast? Gotta change the rating now. Jesus. <laughs> you can bleep that out. I can, but I'm not. Anyways, back to trends, though. So the back brute IPA fail. Uh, <laughs> fail. And the Kavik trend that I want that happens. I know it gives uh, gives me the tum rums a little bit because it's just a hazy, danky uh, yeast mm-hmm. that is causing all that, and it gives me a little bit of the the, the hazy po- poos. A lot of poops. The good but part about that yeast, though, is it's low flock, and that stuff bur- churns and burns through that stuff at 95 degrees Fahrenheit, and it's a two-day fermentation, and it doesn't taste hot. So good yeah. luck finding something where you can turn a beer in five days. That's, I mean, that's cool. I mean, the, the, I didn't the know thing that about thing, it. And that would be great for brewers, too, because they, they can start turning uh, yeah. out more beers, turn more profitable. Well, you and have, then yeah, you don't have beer sitting in your tank for ever. Yeah, because especially with a lot of small breweries, the space is a valuable like, commodity. <laughs> mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're waiting seven days for that beer to finish up, you can get that done in half the time. Ooh, Nelly, you're cranking out some good shit. But, and, that's, and that's a trend. Uh, let's see how, what, like, how that turns on. Like there's, I'm just closing weird stuff on my computer. I don't even care. Um, I know Airways has used it, and Mirage has really, really embraced it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the, the Airways and Chuck's collaboration beer yeah. that they put out with it. Mm-hmm. Nonstop IPA. Yeah, that turned out pretty well. It's probably one of the best Chuck's collaborations ever. Oh, I like it. It reminded Chuck's me of uh, last year's Three Way. Oh, for sure. Like the Great Notion year. Yeah, the Great Notion year. The Great which Notion is Rubens year. Yeah. That was probably the best of them Or all. the greatest three-way IPA. This next one's going to be exciting, though. Who is ne- who's the next Ruse one again? and Cloudburst. Oh, okay. Ooh. That could be some. That could be, a, that could be a beer right there. Yeah. How oh. many times do you think the car's going to get broken into at Cloudburst, though? Oh. <laughs> we're going there next week, right? We can. We're supposed to. You want to hold hands while we're doing it? Yep. Okay. Let's go. It's on the calendar. We're going. The only thing I fear is Cloudburst's they use sometimes gives you some gym sock action so i don't know if oh yeah just you that. know what just use galaxy if you can Maybe. find if you can get your hand on that much much galaxy i'm all about that hop right now it's all about that nelson dog what about el dorado or is that the gym mm-hmm. sock you get well they do so many different betas with the three-way that i mean if that if it comes out a little gym socky they're how many three ways are you having they're gonna Sam? work that out jesus all of them 
I will say one of my highlights personally in uh, 2018 was uh, getting to be at uh, Fort George when they put on the beta. Oh, the first time. That was so exciting. That was really fun. Watch them erase those field of of greens that they erase off the boards. And we're like, wait, what are they doing? Damn it, we wanted that. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, beta. And we're like, that's even better. So, yeah, that was one of my personal highlights of 2018. The best part about that is you guys brought me a crowler. Yeah, and they were like, can we get a crowler? And the lady who's relatively new was like, sure, why not? Then we got like eight crowlers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's our limit? I don't care. And then supposedly like the next day there was a line out the door for people waiting to get it. It's like we just like l- stumbled into it like a bunch of idiots. Yeah. And they just released it. And we were like, I was about to get a field of green. No, now I'm getting a beta. And I'll get two betas and three betas and mm-hmm. whatever. And some excellent goat cheese dip. Hell yeah. Also, you know what I had, and I want this to be a thing. What's that? It's this thing called the modern IPA, where it's this nice, clear IPA with a little hint of fruit, maybe a little pine. You know what? It's just an old IPA. It's just like a West Coast IPA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the, but uh, I've seen a couple of people pop them out a little bit more lately. Okay. Like recent ones. They're rebranding mm. the old Northwest IPA. I, I'd be okay if some pine came back. Mm. Yeah. I still want that citrus. Like I really like the hazy thing, but like I poop. and I, I kind of hate to say it, but like I'm, uh, it's starting to get a little heavy. The tum rums. Yeah. Ugh. Well, they're just they are so heavy. And there's so, so many calories yeah. in them. Like there are de- definitely times where I'm like, that's kind of enough. You know what though? This Maybe th- this hazy melodium first. The best breakfast beer you can have. Mm. All that real tropical notes to it. It's just like drinking a pog. Nah. In fact, you can have a pog hazy. It's all about the blue moon. That's the breakfast beer. What are you, six? It's 4% alcohol. Come yeah, but now. I'm pretty sure you're I was you're like, because ki- it tastes like oranges? <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like drinking orange juice. It's just enough well, to cut the edge. Next time you're in Denver, you can go to Blue Moon and have it. Absolutely not. At the brewery, or I'm at the stadium. Wasting, I'm not wasting a beer on the br- the, They have a brewery at the... You kind of have to get one field. if you're going to be at the stadium, though. It's yeah. a brewery in so a you'll stadium. you'll get yeah. one there. I'll have one with you, they have a, they had, Last time I was there they, uh, at the, the Blue Moon Brewery, they had an Orchada Blue Moon. Ooh. Yeah. And it tasted like Orchada. Orchada. And roll that R better. There you go. Anyways, that's the year year in review. Thanks for listening, everybody. No. Hey. Anyway, so let's go. Let's so I'm gonna we'll go one do one at a time here and like yeah, might as well run through kind of our highlights and and what you liked and all right. I, what I did is I broke my breweries. I did I just did three and I did a small, medium, and large. Oh, okay. Um, Cheeky of you. I did because I wanted to give it a different flavor. If you know what I mean. You got so talking to the mic. Shut your fucking mouth. But anyway, so I'll just do my first one. I do my small brewery, um, and it's so you're starting to pop it up a little bit more. But it's out of Yakima, Wandering Hop. I mentioned a little bit earlier. Okay. Um, I went there for the first time when we just randomly went on a little trip to Yakima, mm-hmm. and even though I got little buzz and I threw up in their planter box outside, okay. of course you would. <laughs> Great story. Um, their beer was really, really good, and I've been starting to find a, li- a little bit of brew or uh, not breweries, but tap rooms around here. And I just think that they're making really good stuff. They're making really, really good hazies is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get a little love for a real small brewery out of Yakima, which is Wandering Hop. Wonderful. Cool. So the first one I chose was Revision. They're killing the hazy game right now. Sparks, Nevada. Anybody want to go to Sparks, Nevada? Well, Outside of Reno? If you no. want to go to a retirement home first and gamble a little bit, then go get some good beer. There's retirement home? Reno. Get some ladies. Well, I'm listening. Right? Uh, you could be in bed by eight and you're not. Doesn't Whoopi Goldberg live in Reno? Ooh. Or wasn't she a nun living in Reno? 
Are you talking about Sister Act? <laughs> yeah, I am. Oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't that Sister Act 2? Uh, the, the Sistering? I don't I know. I believe that's what it's called. Sister Act 2, the Sistering? The Sistering. It was uh, <gasps> Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. That's the one with Lauren Hill, right? Yeah, that's what it was actually called. Oh, that's terrible. Habit, because of the habit of nuns. They should have a Sister Act 3, The Hobbit, and then do a collaboration, Lord of the Rings. With midgets. With thr- no, don't be, you don't say that, Mikey. <sighs> Any but moving on. With, no, with revision, on. My fav- one of my favorite beers of the year was Hops in a Can, a triple hazy. They oh. killed it with that beer. It was mm-hmm. one of my favorite. And the fact that like when you drink it, it just tastes like a normal hazy, not even knowing that it's like a 10% beer. 12% alcohol. <laughs> I've had it a couple times. I had a can and in, on tap, and each time... Gets better and better and better. You guys actually wrote everything on paper. How old school? Mikey wrote on sticky notes. That's all, all right. I got. I actually thought Dorn's was typed up, but it's typed it's on the back s- of. It's the second page of my resume. Like, <laughs> <laughs> resume. <laughs> so great with people. <laughs> anyway, Sam, what do you got for one of your beer- breweries of the year? Uh, first one that I'm going to go with is Great Notion. Okay. Um, Did because you steal anybody's there? Negative. Uh, off of anyone else's list? Uh, off of Thorne's resume, I believe. Nope. I think you're good. Nope. Um, so the reason that that's my number one choice is because I checked in the Ripe IPA um, and checked it in, gave it five stars, and said this might be the best beer I've ever had. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> How many beers deep were you? Um, I d- actually don't think I was any beers deep. I will not tell any stories about Sam at that brewery. No, this was the first time we went there. Oh, no, the second what time? What about the second time? No, this time? is when we were on our way to Bend. Oh, okay. Yeah. I Actually, it was like the last time we were there. Okay. Yeah, it, I was fine. I was it was like the first beer of the day. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Not a tainted palate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely one of my first choices. And then also, the last time that we were there, um, we got a... Um, I think it was called like a blue junior or a big blue or something. Oh, the it was a combination the, the blueberry of the, muffin. the juice junior and the blueberry muffin. Ooh. And it was outstanding. It was so good, but I didn't check it in. So I don't know what it's actually called, but I would definitely give that one at least a 4.75. Did you ever try the, the blueberry one with the double stack? Do Is that like the maple syrup one? Yeah. No, but um, funny story about uh, Rachel is that she tried it one time and she was like named off in the like No, I that's why I didn't put the last name in. That's fine, we call him by the last name. Anyway. Yeah, you're still getting picked up. They're the only ones that listen anyways, it's okay. Um anyway, she was chanting blueberry pancakes, blueberry pancakes. Right on. Oh, baby blue. Uh. That was the one you're thinking of. Baby I gave it, I literally gave that a five. That it was a nope, great beer. Pay that people, no, way to go. Yeah. Anyways. Dorn, what do you got for your next one? Are we just talking small breweries? To go uh, if you want to go small, that's fine. Yeah, we did kind I of. I think a you can kind of do whatever brewery. I, I, you I want. Just two, two two small ones: uh, Humble Abode in Spokane and Steam Donkey down in Aberdeen. Oh, oh those, little, um, love, little for love for Steam Donkey. Steam Donkey's yeah, I mean, been on the podcast. Yeah, uh, both those places just super nice people. Like great experience in both places. Um, definitely gonna be back there. Yes, you should totally Urban Dictionary Steam Donkey. Is that a thing? Yeah. I'm gonna do it. 
Anyways, I'll do it after <laughs> my yeah. next one. All right, my next one. I'm um, so I my this small. This is what I'm gonna do medium size. Even though if when you go to their website, they say they call themselves a artist or small artisan craft brewery out of whatever town, Connecticut, and that is Fat Orange Cat. <gasps> oh, you stole mine. Cat. Good so wonderful, wonderful brewery, killing the hazy game right now. Like, so um, I don't know how far they distribute or if this is just the brewmasters. Taproom collection. <laughs> oh my goodness. You guys want to take a timeout and read what a steam donkey is? Kind of. Timeout. Right. Pause button. When a girl. No. <laughs> nope. This is going in. Uh-oh. When a girl rides reverse cowboy atop someone's face and lets go a juicy fart. Do you, <laughs> if you like me to use in a sentence, Tommy got pink eye from getting steam donkeyed. <laughs> There's like a gross misunderstanding about how people get pink eye in this country because of South Park. It's so true, though. Oh, that's oh. so wonderful. <laughs> oh, when a man, when a, sorry, when a woman passes gas on a man's genitals as he is instructing her anally. What is he, instructing her? Like, I don't get that's, it. That's so great. That's why it's <laughs> the best brewery ever. Well, I'm sure they don't want that, but you know, you look up the name. No, they do. If you, you meet the guys, they'll tell you exactly where. If you look up my name from. on Urban Dictionary, it says like I'm the greatest guy ever. Literally says that. And then you woke up from that dream. Shut up. Anyways, orange fat cat. Um, fat orange cat. Or fat orange cat. They're but well, it's fat and it's orange. It doesn't matter. Um, but le- recently, they're Plymouth Satellite, uh, the Blood Orange Billy, Sweet Jane, uh, Vita the Beer Whale Cat, um, Fockless Monster consensus all these are just hazy ipas that they've recently put out and all of them are wonderful i agree thank you i think you've been staring at my beard for too long <laughs> that one's beer <laughs> well <laughs> well the next one i did was skookum just because they're killing the hazy game never heard of them where are they located arlington where the shit is Arlington? Just joking. Way up north. But anyways, I like them not only because their hazies are absolutely amazing, but their dark beers they've been You need to get out. a little closer to the mic. The dark beers there you go. that they've been putting out is wonderful. The Baron Wood series kills it. And then the Murder of Crows, which I actually just got the last bottle from here. Oh, I always forget that they do Murder of Crows. And it's wonderful. They they change the oak every once in a while. It's you think that'd be out of Black Raven, right? No, because it doesn't have the same right artwork for Black Raven. And it's good beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Samantha? Uh, my next choice, I think, will be uh, Urban Family, because they were killing it with the sours this year. All right, so we'll move on. Jeffrey, you mm, want to Just joking. You can they talk actually about killed sours. it with the hazies, too, because I have they like do. three hazies on my yeah. list right now that are absolutely amazing. Yeah, but every time I went there, I always mostly got the sours, and, and they were all very, very good. They were like my highest rated beers, other than the two from Urban Family um, on my untapped. But I didn't write down all the different beers, so I kind of failed on that. Sunseeker was the best sour they had. That was, was a very good so one. Good. That was a very, very good one. And they did a really great collaboration with Ravenna. I don't remember the, the name. The sour? Yeah. Can we just... When is that trend going to die? Sours? Let's be honest. Never, it's because never they're, gonna they're, die. they're amazing. I was looking yeah. at my numbers, and I've had, on Untapped, I've had over 1,500 IPAs, and I've had two sours. You should expand your palate, my friend. Or one they make better tasting beer. But sours are so... Sours are so... Sours are so you're kind of... You're out... Ra- you're out... 
uh, voted at this table. We all like sours. Sours are harder to make than an IPA. A kettle sour is super weenie to make. Easy. But not all these are kettled sour. Yeah, you put it in a barrel for a while. Sour is the easiest thing because you can just leave any beer out just outside and eventually turn sour. Disgustingly sour. Yeah, that's what all of them taste like. Yeah, but to keep it like well done takes a little more effort, I think. I don't really know. <laughs> uh, Dorn. They're good. But they taste delicious and I love them. Mm-hmm. They're so tart. Mm-hmm. And as long as they keep putting them out from Urban Family, I will continue to drink I them. S- I'll right. A couple more because I just I couldn't whittle my w- list down today. I sat there for an hour today trying to like get this list down to Matt wanted to just get three and I was like I just can't pick three. Uh, so two other great places I went to this year. Uh, Orlison. Uh, I don't think their tap rooms open anymore. I think they're just canning. Correct. I've heard that also that they yeah. closed their doors. But I went there and the lady working was super knowledgeable. It was uh, really good experience. And then which, ri- which place is that? Sorry. Orlison. Spokane. Oh okay. In Spokane, yes. Or Spokane is a woman and she's then hot. Yeah. She, no. Yeah. Let's yeah. not. Uh, yeah. But anyways, talk uh, about women's bodies River like Bend, that in front of Sam. Riverbend, no, down okay. in Bend. Uh, just oh my god, with the IPAs. Uh, they've also closed their doors oh, and really? are canning only. Oh. Uh, they closed their their doors to their tap restaurant. room and their t- their restaurant. But yeah, their but they're still yeah, good, they're still going to be drinking cans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, actually, great experience both places this year. <laughs> I guess no more. So how about no. you not go anymore breweries yeah, that we like? I know Just shutting places down. But didn't doesn't Riverbend have another tap room like in Bend proper? You're thinking of Sun River. Never mind. Bend there as well. You're right. Pretty cool. Spot. So many river names. I can't get them. And all there's, then there's Bend Brewing Company also. Mm-hmm. How original. Very cool too. I was not as impressed with them, maybe because it was the last stop in a while, and I had their fish and chips, and I was not excited about it. So mm-hmm. okay. when you go to a place and the food wasn't that good, you get a little butthurt about it. But fish and chips are disgusting, so I guess your taste is still out the door. Everybody at this table loves fish, Mike. So good. Next pod ha- cast we're doing from Crawfish House. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want to come still. I mean, they do have like 50 beers and bottles. We're just going to force feed you seafood the whole All time, All of them are cheap. Well, she's going to shove shrimp down your gullet. Hell yeah. I'm at your uh, third round of breweries for 2018. I'm going to go with Rubens as my large brewery. Oh, okay. Um, I know it's kind of a softball, but I just I think that Crush series is some of the best beers I've ever had. I've had some really, really good beers. I've you know We've been to Trillium. We've had Treehouse. We've been to some of these gr- amazing breweries throughout the United States. You know, that... Um, this was two years ago now, the the uh, p- uh, Prickly Pear Hazy IPA from Goldwater down uh, in Arizona. So so some yeah. amazing that was one year ago. That was one year ago. Yeah. So it was weird. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was probably... Yeah, it was, was right after we got get right after we got engaged. It was probably in 2018, though, because the bowl game was on the first, right? No, it, it was probably like the day after you guys got engaged. We actually had it probably that day, didn't we? Yeah, we did have it that day. Anyways, but I've had some amazing beers. first, and then we went to Goldwater after that. Peach beer. Yeah. Mm. But that crush... Serious, even the Rye Crush, which might be like the worst of their crushes, is still what? significantly. Their awesome. Rye Crush knocked it out of the park. I've they never don't. Had that's a, how good the Crush series is. I've never had a Rye beer where it actually like the Rye actually cut, th- didn't it, cut through. Yeah, it didn't leave a kind of a harsh. Beer. Yeah, that's and to me that's. <laughs> Did you just notice gr- Dorn grooming his uh, microphone too? <laughs> Here, there's so much hair on it. <laughs> Take it off. <laughs> No, it's okay. Yeah, you can take that part off. It's okay. It's just a, like a spit gauge. Yeah. Well, well I think it's supposed to mm. make you not sound spitty. It's windy, too. Oh. It's wind. supposed to muffle the sharpness. 
All right. Anyways, go ahead. Continue on, Mikey. Mikey. Well, this is gonna be kind of cliche, but you know, good old Fort George. Oh. Never heard of it. Killing it. You guys didn't say local beer. We didn't. I. Didn't. No, we didn't. I, but I guess I fat orange cat. But I had fat orange cat. No, my experience down the Fourth of July at Fort George just put him over the top. The food there is amazing. Mm-hmm. Their service. Did you go to the pizza or did you go to the restaurant? I went to both. Okay, good call. That pizza. Yeah. This is the best. There, I don't know. They we first time we went there, they didn't have a second time, but they it was like a bacon on there, and the cuts of bacon were so thick. Yeah. Like it was like my nipple thick. <laughs> That's terrible. And I got no, thick but dips. what Fort George does is they reinvented the hazy. Like City of Dreams is the most sessionable hazy pale you can get anywhere, and whenever it's on tap and it's year round. They got on that trend wonderful. early too. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got the Field of Greens, and now they're do variant that are one-offs with all their code names, which is absolutely wonderful. Gertrude is the last one, right? Yes, and the way they change the hops up on those makes them wonderful. Their dark beer, their barrel-aged stuff is absolutely killing it. And every actually aspect of that business is killing it. Their artwork on their cans is amazing. The, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, ah, the one with the M. Why am I spacing on it right now? What other beers has the like with the, like the. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. What Magnanimous. Yeah, the Magnanimous. 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 Greek beer. It's a little more like kind of northwesty IPA in my opinion, but it's super delicious. Yeah, everywhere from Christknife mm-hmm. was wonderful. First time I've had Idaho Seven in a hazy that actually tasted good. Woo! Finally, um, no gym socks. Yeah, and then like Matryoshka, and I would have been practicing like Matryoshka. Matryoshka. Thousand years of silence. Well, um, or, uh, from Astoria uh, from Love, or Astoria yeah. from Love, oh, and yeah. then the tenth year bar- barley wine. Well, Man. lucky for you, Mike, we're gonna get married down there, and I have access to the barrel room. <gasps> that doesn't mean you have access to all the barrels. Mikey's gonna be passed out before the Dude. ceremony. Also, the people next to us just left. Just think about restart the podcast. Got Silence. so quiet. Those people were fucking loud. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, they were jerks. But just think about twelve barrel aged beers on tap. Mm. Mike's not gonna I'd say what about do you? Do 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 next brewery. I am not wearing uh, pants. Do 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next brewery, I'm going to go with a, a location that I really like. And this is kind of a toss-up. I don't know how many more rounds we're doing here. But um, for location, for and it's a probably smaller brewery, Old School House. Ah, oh, good very call, nice. Winthrop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Solid choice. Uh, cool location right on the water. Like, it, I don't know if it's in an actual old school house, but when you I go so. back into the back of the building, there's a great patio um, that faces the river, and um, the food there is pretty good. So, all around, great place. You're distracted. People showed up. Ah, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> hey. All right, Dory, nice. if you want it. I mean, I I, I can't chime no. with old, I can chime in with old school because I've been there because Sam and I went there at the same time. But in a, in a town that's a little slow, a brewery like that is awesome. And yeah. the the river's cool, and it's, you can walk around, and there's a couple bars there. I think the oldest bar in Washington is in that town. Um, I liked, uh, I think it was Three three Fingered or three Toothless three Jack. Fi- three Fingered Jack. Three Fingered Jack, okay. Oh, no, because I said that it would be funny to name a bur- or a bar Toothless Jack after my nephew. I was going to make an inappropriate joke. Then you went with your nephew reference, so I cannot now. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Dorn, what's your next one? Uh, I guess to wrap up my list, because uh, Mikey stole all of the other ones, um, three magnets in Olympia. Three. So uh, underrated we, these we, days. We, we stop there every time when we're going to the cabin. And uh, great food, good 
kind of I don't know if it's special <laughs> it's beers good, this year. It's good, all good, good, good. No, but they seem like they're doing like a bunch of special beers this year. And well, now they're so doing. We pro- they have a pr- uh, production facility at Fish. Okay. So as Fish is pulling back their game, mm-hmm. for whatever reason you believe that Fish is doing that, um, three are they pulling back their game? Was the last time you saw a Fish Brewery that is anywhere that was it there, there or in Woodenville? I mean, okay, that's fair. I mean, you could probably still find those the organic one. I feel that the beers that they've let fish brew have not been as exceptional as the stuff they brew back at home. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But I feel like they're getting a bad rap, too, because Three Mags has done some great stuff. Yes, some of the things they wanted to mass produce and put out and like try and catch up to all the big people with cans and stuff. Farm it out to fish, but you know what? I think at the end of the day, they have some Fish good farm. sour beers and they have some good dark beers. They're well-rounded. And Sam's in love with their food. The, f- the food's The awesome. salad. Mm. Which place? Fish. Or not fish, three but uh, Three Mags. Oh, yeah. They had like a smoked Fish salmon sandwich. Caesar salad that was mm. really good. Um, their pulled pork sandwich is always really good. That's what Sam adds good to it Cuban. is the, f- the food at the breweries. And they're dog-friendly. Outside. Outside. Outside, yeah. Outside. Close enough. Yeah, because I went there last weekend with Bjorn. Bjorn. And uh, it was like rainy and cool, but I sat outside and drank a beer while the dog just stood on the table. Like what a mature dog does. That's what dogs do. Yeah, our dog's not weird at all. But they're, but I like I appreciate what Three Magnus is doing with their canning right now. Like getting beers out and making it so everybody can drink it. Well, we went there numerous times this year, and I had a different like new beer every time we went down there. And was very happy each time. So, good job. All right. All right, so dude, that is good. Isn't that good? And, or Mikey, do you want to do? I hate being negative about things. That's the problem. Yeah. But Mikey wants to do what he believes is the most overrated brewery, or underwhelming brewery, or just came in with big expectations and you weren't as satisfied as others may say you are or should be. Well, I don't like the line culture. So oh. when I get beers, I don't want to go stand two hours in line and then watch people walk away and not even actually drink a beer in the brewery. So Are you going to talk about Holy Mountain? No. <gasps> or Fremont? No. <gasps> Let's talk about structures. Oh. They're fer- I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they're listening. Their feral bones is by far one of the best dark beers I've ever had in my life. But when it comes to... So you like eating the bone? Oh, yeah. Okay. Completely. But when it comes to the hazy action... It's just meh. You're not. I feel like I I had good hazies there like early in the year when we were up there in like February or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I we went there. I've had four beers from Structures at the brewery. Okay. Three of them have been amazing. One of them had such an off flavor that it just completely threw me off. And I was like yeah. texting Gibbs at Airways, and I was like, "What am I tasting?" And I kind of described it, and he's like, "You're tasting caustic." Like they they fucked up their cleaning method somehow, and what you're getting is it's either that or they're turn and burn because they are still kind of a small brewery. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like I don't like the line, the hype, and then you go try it and you're just like, I can buy the same beer from Fremont or Rubens or Cloudburst. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't get into the line culture thing, like. Um, when people are like, hey, how's the line outside of, you know, X, Y, or Z for, like, whatever release? I don't know. I I would rather enjoy my beer casually than have to have it yes. be a competitive sport, but um, that's me. I am kind of a competitive sport when it comes to the, like, free bomb, Fremont's B-Bomb and stuff, so I guess I have a little bit in me, but that's, yeah, that's but I sellable. Feel like, but, and, uh, I mean, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you can... 
wait in line for a Fremont Bee Balm, or you can wait 48 hours and get one at BevMo pretty easily. But not the Coconut Bee Balm. Oh, okay. Not, okay. Well, that's the, like the best beer of all time. I know. That is good beer. And also when you say, like, tell me if I'm wrong, I don't think I can because that's called mansplaining. And I am not about to do that. <laughs> You're not a misogynist. I'm not a mansagist. Whatever the damn man one is. Could you not get coconut bee bomb anywhere other than Fremont? I haven't found it yet. I got one bottle from here. Did you did you touch yourself in front of it's them? It's currently it? in my car. You want to go look at it? Just open it. <gasps> no. Aww. Sam, do you have anything that you were slightly disappointed with? Are you too no. nice? Dorn? Yeah. No, it's all about positivity. It's all about positivity. Yeah. I have one that I was kind of bummed with uh, down in Portland, Columbia River Brewing. I was like, out of all these amazing breweries in Portland, I went there and I was just like, your IPA is kind of malty. Mm-hmm. Would you give them a second chance, though? I would. I would uh, g- yeah. I'll give everybody a second chance. I will never g- not give anybody a second chance unless the brewery like burns down. Oh, that happened once. Mm, bog water. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't like it the first time. Burned down <laughs> after that. Yeah. But anyway. But out of his ashes was born Steam Donkey. True. Oh. And then he doesn't have to brew with cranberry. <laughs> cranberry is such a tough thing to brew with. I think cranberry and grapefruit are really, really difficult fruits to pr- uh, brew with. Cranberry goes into a tart or a sour very well. Mm-hmm. You would know, though, because you hate sours. Yeah, but find me a good IPA, hazy IPA with that. And then uh, grapefruit. And I've heard this from multiple brewers that grapefruit n- is uh, never similar. It's Every time you brew it, it's going to be something different because it's the way mm. the grapefruit is. It depends on the acidity of each of them, the fruit. All right. So do you guys want to do with your... I only have like my top beer of the year. I already gave my top beer of the year, which was a the ripe IPA. Oh, that's it. That was my top beer of the year. This might be the best beer I've ever had. That yep. was what I said. What's your number two? Uh, Eyes glowing red raspberry sour by Ravenna. Oh yeah, there you go, Tommy, killing it. Coors original. What else do you got? Since we're starting your list, let's finish. Hey, Mike, is this your fucking podcast? <laughs> He's actually doing a good job, everybody. Yeah. Um, Another beer that I called out by name on here was the uh, Nonstop IPA, but we already talked about that. Um, And then I just had for my 2018 highlights uh, that it was cool to see Good Brewing open their actual tap house up in Woodenville. (laughs) I agree. And it's a cool little spot. They do make some good beers. Um, and they're only upping their production. Like they're re- they're yeah. remodeling their building even more because they took over from Brickhouse, and they are they do good stuff. They did, the remodel looks nice because Brickhouse. When you mm-hmm. walked in, you're like, this looks like a dorm room. Yeah. Or a freshman like, like <laughs> a house like of an college industrial. students. There's like an yeah. old rugged couch inside of there, and so my garage. Kind of. No, your garage is nicer than the way Brickhouse is, well, and I, I can talk shit about them now because they don't exist anymore. But they're place in Snoqualmie was awesome. Their brewery was not as cool. Aww. Yeah. Sam, roll your eyes at me. Well, no, because we're getting off topic. We're talking about Brick House when we're supposed to be talking about good brewing. Mm. Tangents. So I think I thought it was cool that um, they started in in his garage in like the beginning of the year. I mean, I think it was less than a year since he got his brewer's license that he had actually opened his tap. So do you feel like that? Are you going to have the same passion for good as you do for at large? The way we followed them. I don't know because it took longer for at large to get started, and I feel like it was a little bit more grassroots, like because um, uh, James James didn't wasn't necessarily being distributed into restaurants necessarily mm-hmm. as much as Good Brewing was. Like Good Brewing was already at Co-op Pizza, 
um, and and serving beer in a lot of different restaurants around Re- uh, Woodenville, I Woodenville. think, or a couple. I don't know if it was a lot, but a handful nonetheless. So um, he had a good start going. P and W. I agree. Cool. That's but that's anyway, a cool spot. I like to see a brewer make it from his garage to a tap house and do well at it. And I think he's done well at it. Mike, you step up your game. Give me some money. <laughs> Sell one of your kids. Mm. How about both of them? And my wife. Oh, Ooh. and the cat. No, nah, I like Tango. He can stay. <laughs> I guess I can list off my beers before you two professionals get to your beers. I'm just a drunk. I feel or a so professional drunk, I know, yeah. Uh, so I guess... Um, Probably my my number one my my one five star for this year is the the Conflux series number one collage from, from my garage. Yeah, we we had that at Mikey's uh, the other weekend. The collage. The collage. The shoots in hair of the dog. Collage. The first one uh, or the second one? First one. First number one. one. Yeah. It's a blend of seven different beers from each one. Well, I think it's and four from hair of the dog and three or four. I, I, from I thought it was wonderful. To shoots. Yeah. And then technically uh, labeled a. Old ale, or is it a stock ale, or how do, what um, do they describe that as? He's got to look it up. Yeah. Anyways, While continue. Up, uh, Drive on. The the Field of Greens Abigail. Oh. Um, yeah, We're on Gertrude now, by the way. There's. That's all right, though. I had the Abigail. I took note of that early in the year. So. Uh, Does anybody know what their naming convention is? Like how they. A B C D E F G H I J K. Okay, so they're like hurricane standards. I think they're named after like old school cars, because like Eleanor is like the. Ford. That's the Mustang. I believe Mustang. I think it's Rigby. Five hundred. I got it. When you guys think of Eleanor Rigby, which which version do you think of? The Beatles one or the? Uh, uh, it was a bl- blue orgy or orgy or what is? Who did the other the remix of it? Like in the late two early two thousands. Blue 90s. Monday by Orgy. Blue Monday. There we go. That do different things. Never mind. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking Who about. Who did the remix of it? No idea. Google it. Anyways, Dorn, what else? Uh, Operation Phase Purple from Three Mags. Uh, big fan of that. Uh, Clotted Clouds from Skokum. Passion Fruit Sour Ale from Breakside. And then Crimson Clouds. You're really clouds. into that Breakside one. Yeah, that, that was really good. Um, but the then Crimson fruit? Clouds mm-hmm. from Goldwater. I believe you guys brought cans up for that. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. And then we you so would have had it in 2018 yep. because we brought cans back for you. Yep. I would fully agree with that Crimson Clouds. Yeah, that, that was, was one of my favorite beers that, that I had good. this and year. And then, of course, Beta slash Three Way. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. We, I know we touched on that earlier, but that was like another. And I also thought that beer got better as it went on too. Yeah, as it sat a little bit, it, that beer got better. Yep. Yeah, three way. Yeah, yeah. All right, I guess it's uh, my. It's it's my t- are you good? No, I only have one. Um, oh, only one. So the complex number one between the shoots and hair of the dog is labeled a strong ale, and it is the dissident, the stoic, Fred and Adam. All sh- barrel aged in a cask of uh, wine and rum barrels. Okay. All right. Anyway. Drum roll for the professionals now. All right. So mine's good. mine just one brewery, one beer. It's Ex Novo I Roll. Mm. It's a hazy IPA from Ex Novo down in Portland. Ooh. I loved that beer. I was thinking about a couple of the beers from Sasquatch down in Portland, which I think did grazing stuff, but I'm going with the I Roll. From Ex Novo. Wonderful. wonderful I would also give some honorable mention to Ex Novo. I really liked them. And they do the Detroit style pizza there? 
They had Ooh. a passion fruit um, sour ale that's amazing. Yeah, you guys brought me a can yeah. of that back, and that was really good. You guys didn't bring me any cans. What the fuck? You want to watch our yeah, cat sometime? Watch the cat, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, do you want to watch the no. cat when we're in LA? I want to share I, a beer. I was planning on it. Okay, good. Yeah. I'll be, I'm, I'm, I'm in town, so it's, it's good. <laughs> we'll bring you back some LA beers. Deal. All right. Even though I'll be there in July. And I still have a can of it, Mikey. It's okay. I'm just being a smart ass. The Sasquatch one or the Ex Novo? Ex Novo. Do you any have that Sasquatch left? Yes. Okay. Well, we might have to try the Ex Novo now because I haven't had that one yet. Oh, snaps. So I have. Mikey? I have a few beers. Um, List them. We're going to do a shout out first to Heathen for their Reindeer Tears series. Okay. I was going to mention that a little bit at the end, but we can. That, That was fun. Doing their vertical of what they've done since what? 13 till now, or is it 14? Yeah, so 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. That was so, yeah, fun. five years worth. And it's great to see a brewery actually put out a barrel-aged series where it's actually the same beer. They did a great job with... And you can taste the difference in each one. Um, and this was going to be part of our holiday portion of things, oh. but that was really my only I part of the holiday it. portions. The thing. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, Mikey's but, uh, still in the thunder. <laughs> but I believe, in my mind, 2017 was the best. Yeah, 17 was. I thought they um, they actually got better as they got newer. I don't know if the little bit of the flavor died in it, but like 13, I'm like, this is good. And the 14, like, this is better. 15, this is better. 16, this is better. 17, this is better. 18, needed to sit for about a little. About the about first a year. two, I thought, s- had tasted almost identical, personally. Yeah. Like, they were damn near identical. Just that's why that's cool. And then you, know, you can see the subtle taste of things change over time. Mm-hmm. To me, just the hop flavor died, which is supposed to happen. You're supposed to get a little more barrel, a little less hop. And. I mean, it's also a quote-unquote 12% beer. Yeah. Uh, another shout-out to Wandering Hop, who is just on tap here. Not of this world. Hazy IPA was, was one of my beers. One of my favorites. Breweries. But uh, another shout-out to Mirage, Pink Mink. I think that's one of his first Kavik yeasts. Uh, yeah, the Mir- Mirage is they're uh, been doing some good stuff. And they are they going to open up their damn tap room anytime soon? Right. Where are they supposed to open up? Seattle. Okay. Probably not. They're killing it right now. Why would they need to open it? To kill it Taco further? trucks? Kill it more. Taco okay. trucks? To have a taco truck? I get taco and uh, beer in my mouth at once? So then cells. I'm down to my three favorite beers of the year. One Drum roll, please. Are they in descending order? <laughs> Number three. Number okay. two for three. Uh, is off color. They're barrel aged uh, gourd. Or gourd? Yeah, barrel aged ghoul. Oh. So it's like a. Mm. It was like a barrel aged barley wine. It was delicious. Had a lot of depth to it. Uh, the number two is Fremont's Unicorn Tears. I never got to have any. <sighs> that was on that, on the beer tasting Seattle. That was a hot commodity. It was, yeah. Thank but that's part of your line culture. Thank People you, Washington Brewers Festival. Oh. <laughs> wait, I did have that. You did. You were with me. Yeah, I made everybody stand in line with me. Yeah, drunk. There w- we didn't stand in line. We walked up and they're like, oh, yeah, we still well, have some. It was some. like three people deep. Yeah. yeah. We killed it. It was great. And the best beer of the year for me was from Ale Apothecary. Ugh. And it's a, a three-beer blend. CDM, Sahali, and Latouche. A beer went down like wine. It was absolutely wonderful. And it's like $46 a bottle. It's wonderful. <coughs> yes, I had one beer. of their beers on my list. The, the OJ Dan, I think it was. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Ale Apothecary is yeah. Ian number, one there. number one in the sour game. Hell yeah. Matt, what are your thoughts on that? They suck. Okay. Have you ever had? Have you had Floodlands yet? No, but there's line culture. 
Okay. I will. Is I'm just. Ki- I'm where can you pick it up? I, I mean, it's like a home, right? No, so it's, it's a, the thing is, a warehouse. It's impossible to get. They, well, it's not even line culture. It's like a, bo- a wine <laughs> wine club almost. Oh, yeah. Where you have to be a member. But aren't there philosophies for brewing like very similar? Where yes. they're just like it's all like extremely highest, wild and like highest rated Washington brewery according to Brewmate or <coughs> Untapped. I'm not. I don't have it up. I just know that because I, I was part of my. Is that Bloodland? Yeah, that's because they're impossible to get. And then people like people like people who love sours are going to check in sours and give it high ratings. People that don't like sours that would give it low ratings are not ordering them. Yeah. Right. Like I'm not going to get it and check in a one star because I'm just not going to mess with it. That may not be a terrible business plan though. Like because exclusivity people exclusivity for the people that really really want it. Although snobby. it'd be nice. Well, it'd be no. nice for somebody like me who won't stand in a line necessarily to be able to try it and compare it to something like and it's more Ale Apothecary, which I do like. Yeah. It's one of those things that were it's more wine club. So I like I like what they're doing though because they're not overselling, they are staying in their boundaries. People know what they're gonna get um, until they get something bigger. But the problem is, is when you're barrel aging beer for sixteen to eighteen months, it's impossible to release beer so quickly. So I mean, it's kind of like a wine where you're gonna get four releases a year. This is what you're gonna get, but you're getting. So is Ale Pocket Theory able to like produce on a much higher scale, or are they just in a much smaller town? Been in the game longer. I think they've been long more sustained, and I think they probably have a bigger, Bru- system. bigger tree, a bigger tree. Yes, bigger system, bigger warehouse, bigger tree, bigger tree. What's that? Well, don't they like, like, uh, ferment in like a hollowed out tree or something? Um, some beers are yes. <coughs> they usually do in a fooder. The powder? I have no idea. I'm, d- I'm just looking at them on Untapped right now. Um, like every one of their beers. It depends has like on the size of the fooder. I bet you they got a 20 barrel fooder. Bloodlands or um, no? Uh, Ale Pocket uh, Theory. Ale Pocket Theory. Have you been there? Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say if you were there with Ian. Yeah. Or you were in Bend, and Ian was anywhere around you, he'd make you go. Oh, he made us go. Also, and shout out to Ian, and he paid. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> Beer's even better when it's free. I mean, I agree with that. So as I'm looking through, so I'm thinking to myself, like, God, we're supposed to cover winter beers. How many people? How many winter beers have you guys had this year? A Not shit many. I have had seven, and one of them I can't even pronounce because it's a freaking Norwegian winter beer <laughs> that I had in uh, Astoria called Nisfar by Handbrit Brewing out of. When did you have that? It was. Is it that was the like coffee a, beer? That would that be like sh- in the middle of summer? It was. It was in July. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I so it was on a random little bar, and I ordered it, and then I looked it up online, and the beer was from like 2011. Was it good? Was it a little sour? I gave it a four. A little tart. Um, it was like a twenty dollar beer. Twum tum runs. Uh, I don't know. I just probably got drunk. Cool. So sorry. Did that one have coffee in it? No, 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 no. I don't think so. Taffy. But and I'm trying to think about the other winter was I the barrel aged Hales Ale. Strong Ale, Sun River Shredhead, the Yukon Cornelius from Good Life. So obviously I drank a lot of Winter Warmers when I was in uh, Bend. But I've disappointed myself with the amount of winter beers outside of the dark beers that we did for the vertical of Reindeer Tears. Or ra- uh, I think that's most tears. of the ones that I've had this year. Reindeer's there, Reindeer's Those are tears. the ones I've had this year. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of stuck to hazies or sours. And I like winter warmers, and I like darker beers. 
Would you kind but of put that on like the like the explosion of the hazies and everything? Too? Like there's so I just much like this so year. many. I just like hazies more yeah. when I come to a brewery. I want to try their hazies before I try their dark beers. Yeah. Unless there's Makes a dark sense. beer that's completely blown away, but if you go into a brand new brewery and you see two hazies and you, you see a winter warmer or a sour or like, you guys might try the sour, but I want to try the hazies because I think that's the mark of a good brewer. They always say that you want to try the lighter beers before the darker beers because the lighter right. beers are much more difficult to make. You can't hide. You can't hide the off flavors. Right. Tastes like tastes like homebrew, huh? Is there a better beer than coconut bee bomb? Cocaine bee bomb. Coconut. The co the coconut. I almost called it the cocaine bee bomb. The coconut bee bomb is a very 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 good beer though. Um, at the Winter Beer Fest last year, it's the only beer that ever stood out to me in any beer festival where I've been like, that is the best beer I've had. Because most of the time you have so many beers at a beer festival that you're like, have maybe two or three that kind of stand out, but nothing like so far outshines the others. But yeah, coconut, coconut bee bomb does that. Just what they do with bee bomb, how they blend it. They get such a sweetness. It's not too sweet. It's not too dry. It's like the perfect balance of dark beer and a little bit of bourbon and barrel. Mm -hmm. It's like the quintessential dark beer. But also, word of the day, everybody. Right. What about that final departure from Airways mm. this year? Uh, I did the blend from, was it 15, 16? I thought it was delicious. You'd never tried 2018? Probably didn't. I probably didn't check it in. I didn't try it. I was, just looking at, I was just looking at winter warmers and that. I didn't. Cheers to the old-fashioned style. I mean, true. I mean, I've had plenty of my fair share of Russian Imperials. I just love looking through my untapped numbers. And the different numbers of beers that I had. I've had eight different alt beers. I've had four uh, single box. I've had uh, 1,221 IPAs. Um, 53 Kolsch's. This is fun stuff. <laughs> Not all of us have our uh, um, tapped up like that. So. Nobody has checked in as many beers as me at this table either. Nope. But I also have yet. friends who've checked in significantly more. I'm such Rob. a lightweight. Rob, yeah. yeah panda, Rob. panda, panda. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, does anybody have any else to chime in? Because we've had some good discussion here, but we've also creeped on an hour. So does anybody have a beer of a week they would like to do? Something that stood out just from the week that you've had? Yes. All I right. Do. It's called My Imperial Porter, aged in your old whiskey barrel. Are you giving yourself a hand jibber? Oh, dude. It's a 4.75 on untapped. From like three check-ins. <laughs> Who gave it to less than? <laughs> Nerd. I haven't even checked it in yet. Ooh. I'm just saying it's that good because I made it. I got to say, that's got to be an honorable mention for one of my favorite breweries of the year is the Ginger Brew House. Hooray. Because we're, we're, what's, what's, what's a, a better place to sit and drink with beer with, with my two best friends? We're, we're the ones making the beer. It's uh, We used to do this thing called Beer Club. What happened? Matt, you had, you had, your kids Matt's got older. Matt's teaching. too good to hang out your with us now. Your kids got older. I bought a dartboard and then we. Matt's stopped. like, Sam, get in the car. We're fucking leaving. Yeah. When did that happen? Every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. We need to go to a brewery. Let's we, go hang out at somebody's that's house. That's the part of the podcast we're doing at research. Yeah. Uh, R and D. Yep. Sam, you got a beer? Uh, I'm gonna do the Briarheart from Urban Family. Okay. We had that down at Rainier Growlers. Yep. Sourfest. Oh, suck. <laughs> it was Sourfest. <laughs> oh, I heard. Anyways, 
Jeffrey? Uh, I don't know yet. I got to look at it on tabs. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with the uh, ripple effect from Fortside Brewing down in Vancouver, Washington. I'm drinking that right now. It's delicious. It is delicious. And I've had, I actually hadn't had a lot of beers this week. I had uh, Green River from Future Primitive, which is good. I had the Red Horse Beer from San Miguel Brewing. Gross. Not of This World by Wandering Hop. Delicious. Bold as Love from Brothers Cascadia, which was good. Um, so I guess I, I would choose Not of This World from, from Wandering Hop. I just beer of the week. said it. Pretty good. Hey, but what about... You also named like five beers, so... Yeah. Who's going to be doing all the editing and uploading? I can talk as many beers as so I want. So let's talk about Fortside and their Pink Lemonade Sour Ale. Oh, I really liked that. That was a really good sour. I really liked that. That was good. I think Matt's checking out. <laughs> oh. My gas over. <laughs> <laughs> headphones came Put off. Put your headphones back on, Why'd you mister? take your headphones off? Because I'm tired of this sour bullcrap. Oh, little guy. You have to expand your horizons on beer if you want to be a taste like homebrew. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or I can just hit the beep button every time you talk. That would be beep. a really annoying <laughs> podcast. Beep. <laughs> but I feel like you would do it just to spite you. The best part is I'll never listen to it. So <laughs> if it makes you feel better, nobody else does. So if, with that, everybody, Doran, what's your goddamn beer of the week? I just he already gave it to you. you. Oh, I don't listen to you. I have my headphones are off. Oh, Jesus Christ! I'm not going to tell you now again. Just leave me alone. Red can, right? Yes. <laughs> Some you drank mm. Budweiser this week. Bud heavy. Tumrum sizzy. No, actually, those are okay. You don't even like craft beer because you're too busy drinking Budweiser and giving them a fucking but, finger but in the Bud ass. Bud heavy and Bud Whoa. Light. Whoa! Why'd you gotta take it there? Well, because that's the way he likes it. That's the way you drink red cans. Anyways, thank you for listening. <laughs> we accomplished nothing today. Hopefully, yeah. one of these breweries that you listen to, you may like, you may try. And to everybody else, we're very sorry. This was a very offensive podcast and kind of long. Bye. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter, whatever, Untapped, all that at the Matt Holt, at Mikey the Ginger. At Samwise206. At JHDorn16. And at 80-year-old Jen. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye.